Hello and welcome to Women's Biz Podcast. I'm Annie Gibbons, founder and CEO of Women's Biz Global. And I invite you to get comfortable and listen in on candid conversations I have with fascinating women from around the globe. Business leaders, entrepreneurs, humanitarians, athletes, and a whole lot of regular people. Tune in as they let their guard down and open up on aspects of their business and life journey, how they measure success, and what they have learned along the way. These conversations aim to inspire you to embrace opportunities and possibilities beyond the limits of your imagination. Reclaim your power, strength, and vulnerability. Stand in your truth and propel yourself towards the life you dream to live. That's fine. All right. Hello and welcome to Women's Biz Podcast. I am interviewing today Carly Woods. Welcome to the program, Carly. Hey, how are you? I'm super excited. Oh, love a guest who's super excited. I am super excited. We're excited about talking finance today. And most people don't get excited about that, Carly, but you do. I do. And don't you worry, by the end of this, you'll be with me. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. All of our listeners, get your pens out. Start writing down tips from Carly. She has been in this finance industry since her early 20s. She's had this great desire to listen to this, listeners, unravel the complexities of money matters for everyone. Oh. Oh, what a great desire. Is that because you had complex money mindset when you were growing up or did you actually just love it and go, you know what, people make it more complicated than it needs to be? Oh, it's totally complicated than it needs to be. But also it's really important to understand that, you know, I think money is really important in general and people are either really scared of it or they just back away from it, right? Because, or, or they go towards the light, like a moth to the flame, you know, and everything works out well. But I, I feel like there's a lot of money stories that we all have as children. You know, when your mom or your dad, especially my mom and dad or whatever, you know, the big bankers and they're all the rich people and they're not very nice and money's not very good, you know? And, and I think there's a bit of a negative sort of, you know, thing that comes with money. And this is what I wanted to change because oh. money can be exciting, you know, and it can change your world all for the better. So yeah, just to really decrypt and get rid of the jargon. Because I don't know about you, when you're talking to anybody about anything to do with money, it's all these abbreviations. And I, I mean, I still don't understand them myself, but it's very hard to understand. So yeah, <laughs> decrypting it all and, and making it easy to understand. Exactly. You just want to know how's it going to help me? What can I do with it? Um, and do I have confidence in my framework? So we're going to dive into all things money today. For those of you who don't know Carly, she's she's had a diverse uh, background in uh, different financial roles, leveraging technology as the cornerstone to her approach, which is awesome. Uh, she also has a brainchild organisation or business called Get My Refund. Uh, and uh, I love that. And she uses her tech technouse to be able to find the money, which I totally love. So let's dive into that then. So you've developed a website, your website, um, and had rapid traction on that. So can you actually just detail the process behind quickly establishing a refund? For yours, it's been for finance and being able to get some results from it really quickly because so many of our listeners are 
boggled down by website design and trying to make sure that there's sings a nice song for them. I think with websites, don't get too caught up in everything. You can do that when you first start a business or when you first start anything. You start really looking at all the details and thinking, this isn't good enough, this isn't going to work. You know, I I personally changed my website three times. Mm -hmm. And when you start, just start. You don't have to be ready. If there's not a lot of pages there, if there's not a lot of things going on, it's okay. You know, usually when you're starting, you don't really have a lot to say. Um, I remember when I first started this company and really I got friends and family and, you know, my friend's dog um, on the case so I could try and help them to see if it was a a viable business. So you don't really have a lot to say say on a website. So I I feel like it's good to get just your main points out there and make it really clear and easy. People don't like to scroll through heaps of stuff. They just want to go on, see one thing and get the answer really quickly. People don't like to use their brains a lot, which you know, make it as simple as possible. And I think from that, once you've got a website, um, then and get something down. And as long as you like the look of it, send it to a few people and see what they think, right? But I honestly feel like you should be trusting your gut when you put something out there. The amount of times I've changed something because someone said, hey, oh, that name doesn't suit or that you really should say something like that. And I think, oh, really? Okay, oh, well, I'll change it then because I'm a people pleaser and I love yeah. having everyone happy. And then I go, oh, no, actually doesn't make sense. And then later on down the line, I'm changing it anyway. So <laughs> the biggest thing I would say is put something down, maybe get it to a point where you think that's okay. I don't love it. I get it, but but get it on, okay? And trust your gut because usually you are the best person in in your area. You're, you're the person with the passion. You're the person that's doing this. You have actually got all the answers. You don't need to go and ask anybody. So if there's something in your in your gut saying, I really would like to do and put this on this page, do it. Because I guarantee you, if you're not doing it, somebody else is out there thinking, I wish there was a page that had this thing on there, you know? So I put it down. What I actually started to do is I actually drew it out. And I think looking at other people's websites is a really good thing as well. You don't have to reinvent the wheel, right? There are other people that have, even though the industry that I did was fairly new, you know, there's there's similar things that we can copy, you know, you can copy and then put your thing on it. And I think that makes it less overwhelming. Um, and yeah. then once you've got something down, then you've got something down. It's like just make those little tick boxes and 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 get something done because the longer you procrastinate and think about it, it's the worst feeling ever. You know, you get one page up and then you get another page up and you get something else and you think, oh, I've got I've got heaps of motivation to carry on and do other things now. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that's the key. Action. I, it's always the key. Is you know you can sit there and look at lots of websites. You can sit there and ask all your friends. You can have a cup of tea um, with your, you know, with your dog and no one's going to give you the answers because you just have to go and do it. So the action is the best part and you'll feel really great for doing it. And once it's down, then obviously it's then promoting it. For us, the website side of it, because I remember when I went live and I was like, oh, no, there's going to be thousands of people that are going to click on my website, what am I going to do? You know, I was like so nervous about pressing that live button. Um, you know, something went wrong. When it goes wrong, it's actually awesome because you're constantly evolving whatever you're doing. So yeah. when you're going wrong, it's almost like, oh yeah, that's right. I do need to do that. And you don't know what you don't know. So actually putting something out there, getting it wrong, it's actually quite cool. You actually end up changing it to something that is a bit different, um, but it works better. And that's uh. how. And then, 
you know i i do you great. feel do you feel you know what i mean Yep, I totally know what you mean. Um, I've oh, so many gold nuggets there that I want to actually unpack before you keep Yeah, speaking. do, do it. Uh, one of them is, one, just do it. I totally agree. Two, yeah. make it simple. I tell you what, that's been my problem for every website I've had, way too complicated. And you go bigger and bigger and bigger. Whereas, you know, here's your business, get your refund. That's what people want. They want to know who are you, what's your qualification, how do I get my yeah. refund? We need to go keep it simple. You know, if I'm into brand elevation, how do they, how do I elevate my brand, Annie? I think so often we get way more complicated and then we get stressed out about what it should, you know, all the look and the feel bits and pieces. One, if you can afford an expert, obviously get one. But I love that idea of look around three to five others who are in your area and go, what can I learn from that in my layout? Keep it simple. The other funny thing that I did, Carly, was um, one one of my web forms because I was learning how to do it myself sort of stage um, yeah. I, I had my text in the same so say I had a white box and then had white font and so the person's oh. like going I can see your form and I go great fill out the form they're going but I can't see what I'm writing and I'm thinking what a dark person like, why can't you see what you're writing? Well, she's typing away and, of course, it's a white font. And So this is where you go. You think you've got it all done. Yep. But until someone actually complains, here I'm thinking, why is no one filled in that form? Yes. Um, because they, you know, only the brave one will actually say, uh, I think there's something wrong with it. <laughs> exactly. That's true. Not everyone is going to is going to tell you what's wrong. So, you know, don't, don't worry about everyone coming to you and, uh, and telling you that because it won't be. It'll be one won't it or two that's it exactly exactly and i love the way you go oh no what if thousands of people look at it i mean that's a dream if thousands yeah. of people looking at it, <laughs> it so i'm just going to give others a little reality check hey i'd be thrilled by that uh so that's a great thing uh but yeah that's right the world won't fall over you can always blame it on a technical difficulty you know like we need to get over our worries and just go you know what what do i want i want a functioning business that someone can find out what they want they can connect with with me and hopefully it has a good payment gateway because cash is king. <laughs> okay. That's now, in your, yeah. in your area, you have uh, faced um, legislation hurdles and some businesses have got that. You know, in mine, it, um, you know, not so much, but in yours, an area of finance, you've had a lot to, to manage there. So how do you manage just the compliance while you're continuing to try to innovate? It's a challenge. It's, I, I think anything is a challenge when you're going into a space that is unknown. There's not really a, a, someone you can copy. There's not a lot of people that you can go and speak to for support either. So if there's anybody out there that's doing something that, they, you know, is, is a little bit niche, I suppose, it, 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 is, it is a way of, I suppose, what you're doing is great and keep going is what I'm going to say. And you're yeah. not going to potentially know everything. It's impossible to continually know everything. Um, the best way to do it is to, I mean, for me, especially legislation, there are newsletters that you can hook up onto and they are really important. Um, so you've got lawyers' uh, newsletters um, in your space. So depending on, I'm in the insurance and finance space. So, you know, I, I find lawyers because they tend to, one is if there's legis uh, legislation changes, you'll probably be needing a lawyer at some point. So they're the ones that normally put out really good newsletters in, in case you need them for the change uh, within your company. So they're pretty on with that. And um, also the regulators, they have their own newsletters. It can be, there can be a lot. 
So you have mm. to filter through. And but I suppose that's how you learn as well. It's not all always towards my industry, but still it keeps you up to date with everything that you need to do. And I think really for me, I actually, this sounds a bit more organized, but I actually put in a calendar in my uh, yeah in my calendar so what I do is I I actually tell myself um every three to four months um so four months you know like either three times a year four times a year what I'll do is I'll actually go and look for stuff just in mm-hmm. case I missed something you know when you can get busy and you get all these emails in you go swipe delete swipe delete trying to get rid of everything yep. so I feel like that proactive approach is really quite good as well and in yep. our space we have legislation changes that happen, not just for us, but that happen to others as well, which is really important for us that we need to know about. So um, that's why we do the proactive. And I also get my team really involved in it. So it's like, like what have we found today? What have we found today? And keep and keep them talking about it as well, because it's kind of interesting. I mean, maybe we're weird. We kind of find this interesting. We're like, oh, we've got a new thing going on. <laughs> legislation, yay. It's, it's my thing. Yay. Uh, I love it. I love it when you're passionate around an area that you can find sexy and fun that I don't know. Blaze over and go, what the? Um, you know, we need people like you um, who will go, oh, wow, a new change. I can't wait to get my head around it. Uh, absolutely fantastic. And then we also, you're also innovating, right? You, even your business, you created your business because there wasn't something available for that. So I'd love you to share on that. And then also, then you are then innovating without a precedent. So, so for those of you who think there's nothing new in the world, there still can be. And, you, and, and ideally, you want to find what those little things are and nail them as yours so while you're innovating without a precedent it's tricky because you can't just reinvent the wheel of things that you've done before it's going to so you're obviously going to have to take time out there intentionally to make sure that those that infrastructure particularly because your business is a size that you have a team yeah, I, I think that's the that's probably one of the hardest things because the change is, it feels like it's never ending, especially mm-hmm. for the first few years, because you are constantly reinventing, you're constantly innovating. You, you, you're trying to find that sweet spot of a process. You're trying to find the organization. You're trying to find the people that are going to be alongside you for that journey as well. Um, I think it's super difficult to reinvent something that is totally new also, not just for you, but for others, mm. especially when we start our company, we get back refunds for people. We, we find money for people. That seems pretty illegitimate to me. If I was going to listen to anybody and I didn't have any clue, you know, so, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult. We, it's an education piece as well. So whatever you're thinking about doing or you are doing, I feel like the education piece is really important to the people outside of your circle as well. And that gets the word spread and makes it easier for your business later on down the line. Mm. But innovation is, it is tough, but it's so mm. rewarding when you think no one else has done that. We did that. Pretty darn cool, really. Now, you've also then had to then get into a space where you advocate on behalf of others against global giants, right? You take on the big ones because they have people's money and they're not going to easily give it back, all right? So in when you advocate or work on behalf of other people against these organisations, what challenges have you encountered and how have you overcome many of them? I think we are a team of people that do not give up. 
And that is one of our values. We also have another value that is do what you said you're going to do. I have that as a personal value and I've taken it within my business. So we can't go and tell people we're going to do something and then not complete it to the best of our abilities, right? Mm. So as we are dealing with these very large companies, they almost want to do the right thing, but there is a lot of areas that enable them to not do the right thing. So it's not like they are completely against the consumer, but they are a profit-making organization that has done very well at doing what they do. And now we are holding them accountable, which isn't very nice. It's not a nice thing to be told you're doing something wrong. No one ever wants to do that. I mean, you know, my husband says, oh, you did that wrong. And that's me. I'm, I'm up in flames, you know. And we're doing that to these people every day on a daily basis. You know, we're not the most liked people, but... It comes down to the value of why we're doing this. We're not doing it just because we want to earn lots of money and have lots of Lamborghinis. That's not, that wasn't the outcome. The outcome was to create justice for people who didn't have mm. a voice. Um, and the consumers yeah. needed that voice. There was nothing available. So it always comes down to that. You know, they don't want to pay out this money because nobody would want to pay out this money. Who would want to say, I want to give a refund on something that I did wrong? Said nobody ever. But we go back down and we drill back down that we're trying to help mm. people and we're trying to change lives. And the mm. motivation keeps us there because yeah. we keep doing that over and over again. And that enables us mm. to keep going. But yes, it, it is tough because legislation changes and there are things that get they get smarter. So we get smarter at doing what yeah. we do, they get smarter at doing what, what they do. And it is a constant battle, but we keep having to bring it back to the individual and the reason why we're doing this and it's because we mm. said we we're going to do it so we have to complete it it's 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 almost yeah. like just you know just bashing every single day and trying to find the right outcome that fits everybody so everybody yeah. is is it transparency and fairness is basically the key you know like people need to make money totally get that but not by ripping people off. That is not what you're allowed to do. <laughs> so, and there are, there are laws. There's laws out there. You know, like this isn't this isn't something that we made up. We're not making these laws up. We're not saying that these there are policies and terms and conditions that these people need to be abiding by. You know, they are responsible to do the right thing. This isn't us saying, "Hey, by the way, you're doing the wrong thing just because we think so." It's it's legally exactly. the wrong thing that they've been doing. So, you know, going back to that, that really helps us because. That's the basis of, of all of our claims, really. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Finding for consumer rights, seriously, it's so important because the average consumer just gets overwhelmed by it. And, and I'm a classic example of that. I bought something on Instagram and I thought I'd bought one lot. And for some reason, they just keep resending it to me and rebilling oh. every six weeks. And there's no way I did this. And I've even been to them. You can't track them down on the webs. Yeah, I then went to the bank and said, can you block this? And the bank just said, just cancel your MasterCard and get another one. And I'm like, oh, you've got no yes. idea how many things are connected to my MasterCard. And I went, is that really the solution? And so I'm loving the fact that you are out there helping consumer rights because it really does, you know, eventually it changes industries, it reforms industries because they then have to get sick of people complaining and they have to improve their services. And they have done that. They have (laughs) done that. There are things that they they, they stop selling insurances at point of sale to a certain extent. You know, they've uh, incorporated... Uh, much larger internal dispute resolutions teams in in their businesses. Um, you know, I, I have meetings and I have discussions with 
with these large organizations and they, they are trying to do the right thing. There is levels of corporate, mm. um, you know, that they have to go through to be able to get stuff done. But it feels like we're getting there. It feels like we're getting there. But, you know, we're getting there. If a yeah. cons- we tend to see that when a consumer comes to us and they've tried themselves, mm, it's the same circle that they're going through and yeah. they still get the wool pulled over their eyes, which is still a shame. But, you know, if we keep going, you know, we're educating customers. If people know they can get money back, you know, yeah. and they know what they're looking for the next time, that's that's really cool for us because that's now, you know, prohibiting it happen to somebody in the future. Mm. Fantastic. Now, I want to talk tech evolution. Tech is constantly evolving, right? And it's so hard just for the average person to, you know, keep adapting to it. But you particularly will need to do that. Different platforms, different software, it can be really daunting. So how do you in your business stay ahead of that landscape? Because you'll need to be on the cutting edge of that technology. Because I love it. <laughs> I do. I, I like, you know, I, I think all this, obviously, people have just been, under, you know, seeing this AI stuff recently. Yeah. And it's so interesting. It's so intriguing. I know a lot of people are worried about losing their jobs in case of things like this come over. But, you know, what it can actually do is speed what you're doing up. And that's what we've done. So throughout the process of having this, you know, you start off with a little website and little contact form, and then you, you know, you have all your words in white and no one can see anything. And then you get you you build on top of that. You start yeah. having a you know a platform where you can actually take customers' details on board, and then you get a few more customers, and you think, oh, hang on, I can't just send this via PDF. I needed to get electronically signed, and then you start implementing. So it's. It's obviously looking at the bigger picture, but once again, you know, we didn't really know what that process looked like initially. So our tech process has been a gradual evolution because we started off very small with nothing and nothing really to copy to now a process where we've had to implement and automate throughout that process. We're still constantly doing it. In fact, I spoke to my dev team the other day and I said, okay, great. So when we get here, right? Because I'm like tired and I've got bags under my eyes and my wrinkles. I need some more Botox, right? Because I've just looked at the screen for like three, you know, days nonstop trying to do this tech platform. And he's, and I said to him, when we get here, that'll be it, won't it? And then it'll be perfect and everything will work and everything will just be. And he said, no, absolutely not. He said, we'll be doing this for the next 50 years. I was like, okay. (laughs) I think the best way to stay on top of it is it, there's so much there's so much out there that's overwhelming. You need to look at what you actually need for your business and look at the steps in the process from start to finish. And then look throughout the process of where you can reduce those steps using technology. And yeah. that's pretty in depth, really. If you're starting a business, you don't even need to look at that just yet. You need to look at the start. So, you know, how I get my domain name, how I get my email to match my domain name. I know it sounds really silly, but when I see somebody with a Gmail, I'm like, Ugh. have you ever watched uh, The Lion King where um, <laughs> where the bad lion says Mufasa and the hyenas go, Ugh. that's how I feel when someone, when I see a Gmail, yeah, I'm like, oh yeah. my God, no, that can't be a professional business. So there's like little things like that. And I know that seems silly, but from that, you just you just evolve and you you adapt and and see yeah. what else is out there yeah i think that's such great advice for our listeners today that that's it you can get overwhelmed by it all but at the end of the day in it, every stage of your business you just decide what do i need now is there exactly. one way i can make my business more efficient effective because of 
a piece of technology. And if you have the time, the energy, the resources, the funds to be able to quickly do that, uh, then that's great. If you don't, you can continue going on, you know, the, the ways that you have. It's not an emergency. That's just that you are aiming to obviously be able to um, optimise as many resources as possible that is going to make your life easier and your I, business. I want to just put it out there as well, though, because people think that tech's really expensive, and it is, yep. okay? But what people need to do, and this is what um, the next thing that I want to I want to start doing, but what they need to do is this: you need to start learning yourself. It is actually not that hard. It does take a, you know, a, a bit of mind power, but really with like CRM systems and or with, um, you know, booking systems or with accounts that you can make on Shopify, things like that, there are actual step-by-step guides that you can actually do it yourself. You don't need to pay anybody. And if you do pay somebody, it's basically the minimum of what you need so you can help and you can do it. And I think yes. that that's the that's real key. Don't just take somebody's word for it. Always be asking questions because there are a lot of people out there. When, when as soon as you say tech, they go, oh, that's a couple of hundred grand for me, you know? And, and I really feel like, it, I'm just telling you now, I didn't do it with that much. I didn't have investment and I did everything myself pretty much with a, you know, with a, with a helping hand for things that I didn't know how to do. But when you implement a, something like, I'm just, I'm just going to say a Zoho or a Salesforce or a Hello Monday or a Calendly, right? These guys have support teams. Okay. I know exactly. I must be the most annoying person ever, but ask them, email them, <laughs> call them. The amount of times I've called GoDaddy and gone, and that's where you get your emails and your domains from. That's one of the places. Yeah. And said, hey, help me do this. And they're like, okay. You know, like you don't have to be really helpful. I know. <laughs> yeah. You, but, uh, look, it is, it is hard work. It is effort. But if you can do it yourself, you're reducing so much cost. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's people that are do it for you. But I just, I just wanted to note that because, yeah, I did a lot of this with hardly any investment. So you can too. Yeah. Uh, I love that and it's so encouraging for all of us that's right just you can do it now you have then grown your business and now you've expanded into New Zealand which is very exciting where I am actually today Um, cool so tell us about that how does it feel to now expand into another country oh it's it's kind of scary it's like oh no I've got to start all over again that's why you know, it's really interesting having these conversations about where you started and how other people start. Because I, I literally feel like I'm back there. You know, and people think, oh, you've got a business, you can just pop it into another country, just pop it, <laughs> and it'll all be there. Um, so I, but, but I kind of like that in a way. It's like it's a refresh, and it's almost like a new start. And everything that we've learned, we can now be better, faster. Um, you know, get get better results. And it's really exciting just to know that we are going beyond Australia and helping more people. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. Yeah. So it is a model that because you're fully online can go global. It's just different reg- regulations, different, different legal requirements. You would then have to explore in every single country because that's the system that they're operating in. It's absolutely can be global, and that's obviously going to be the uh, the goal here. And with the legislation, so what we always do is we we call them our guinea pigs, and we just um, guinea pig uh, them and 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 go through the process and and take them through the journey. We look at people as an individual as well, so sometimes it can be different on every single person. But that's kind of fun 
you know um looking in and 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 we are reinventing again to a certain extent but you have all this knowledge to take Mm. on board with you to the next place so I think it'll be really exciting legislation is going to be slightly different but really process is going to be similar so yeah, exactly. I think the process is similar and, and examples of that for our listeners as well in different concept. I've just done that, that we had a client, a potential client who wanted to get their book published and distributed all through South Africa and I'm in Australia. And so it just required that, well, how does it work there in that country and, you know, what are the specifics? But publishing is still and distribution is still the same. It's just a different different way of, of distribution, I suppose, or getting the books to that area. Uh, and another area was, you know, if in my business coach, I then had a lot of American clients come in for a startup incubator. Well, I obviously had designed ours for the Australian system of how you start a business and there are going to be some differences. So it's once again, it's always a learning curve. But once you've got that, you go, oh, okay, you know, most of it, 90% of it's the same. Uh, there's some yeah, exactly. Of, and then you go, great, okay, I've got that down pat now. I can now um, move on. Another business of ours that's got different um, trainee grants to different in different states of Australia. Yes. And that's okay. You just go, okay, so everyone has a slight difference. Once you've learnt that, fair enough. Um, I think the process just- is always going to be the same to a certain extent, but, all, but you're always going to need to be innovating. So yeah. you, you're standing still, you're dead. So you, you can't get to a perfect like if there's anybody out there now that's thinking oh I need to go to here and I could go there and it sounds really hard you're never going to get to a perfect place where you are now which we are not in Australia you know we could be definitely better than we are I'm I'm the I'm the biggest you know perfectionist there is going there's so many things wrong that I want to do every single day um, and fix but you know if we we don't go and try you're never going to be perfect it's it's the action thing again isn't it go and take action see what happens (laughs) Exactly. See what happens and just deal um, and learn and grow. And so when you reflect now back on your business journey, what's been your biggest learning? Ooh, I feel like I've learned so much. I think the tech side. I think, um, you know, when I initially started this, I had, there were lots of different meetings about how we were going to implement and automate. And it was something that I it was really overwhelming to start off with. But after a few conversations, you start to get the gist of things and you start to then go, hang on a minute. No, no. Cause that person said that this can do this and this can do that. And it's, I, for me, I think it's the constant questioning. Mm. I must be the most annoying person ever, but I don't ever take someone's first answer. And it could be anything. It could be what the accountant says. It could be what we get back as a complaint um, answer. Yeah. It could be, you know, we need to do this or it, just anything. Or you can't do that because your SEO, it doesn't work over there. Or I just question absolutely every Why? Why? And for me, there is a solution for everything. So when someone says no, I'm like, "Mm, I think you just don't want to do it or you're lazy or you can't be bothered. So for me, I honestly think that is the biggest thing that I've learned, that when you go through and you have a business and people say no to you, I would be questioning that because Mm. usually it's because no, they can't, not no, Mm. it can't. Yes, most things can. It means yes. that that person has put their handbrake on, usually due to their experience, and it may have yes. been the wrong way, maybe the wrong time, maybe the wrong advice they got. So many yes. 
variables that are not related to you. And I love that. So you've actually learned that it's about the rationale. There was a no, why? What, why was it a no? And then being able to, you know, put that rationale into your circumstance. But, but putting that to tech as well, like it's probably really important and that's probably the biggest place that I've learned it because, you, you know, you don't, like I said before, you don't know what you don't know and yeah. people can take advantage of that. So I got to a realisation where I need to know to be able to know what they're doing and yes. that's that's what I did. I was like, well, I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn with you. Let's do it together, you know, because then I know that I can I can keep them accountable Everyone needs yep. to be kept accountable, no matter whether you're paying them or whether they're just on board for the journey, whether they've got a passion, everyone needs that accountability. So yes. I think, yeah, and trying to understand to the best of your ability, because then when people say no, you go, oh, no, I don't think that's true. I think they can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can. I'll find my way and then I might share that back with you. Exactly. Oh uh, I love that. I love that. So many gold nuggets in this conversation. I can't believe how quickly our time has gone. I know. One thing our listeners can do today that's going to help them uh, be more in more aware of what kind of money they could get out. Where could they be losing money that they think, you know what, I might need to get my refund. I might need to get some money back here. I might have just let it slide, but I really could push for something. What could you advise them? Uh so we check anything, even if it's active or settled. So we look at any any credit related items mostly. Uh, so we find hidden insurances in there. We see if it was uh, lent appropriately initially. So the best thing to do is if you've ever had any sort of credit related product, a loan, home loan, car loan, um, you know, it's it's to come through to us and, and let us and let's have a look. So our process is you come through and you give us kind of minimal information, which is how we find your information. Uh, we, we go in, actually obtain all your documents. So you don't need lots of documents. If you've got them, great. But if you don't, then we do it all for you. We look for you. We search, we find, we claim. So you really just have to sit back. And if we don't find anything, you've got nothing to lose because it's a no refund, no fee. So we only get a benefit when you do, which <laughs> is why it's a really good model for people who just want to test the waters. Yeah. And also check out reviews. You know, we've got a lot of reviews on people. There's thousands that haven't reviewed. You know what people like with reviews, but the people that have are the ones that are actually super happy. Usually it's the people that are really, you know, sad that review. <laughs> but we have lots of people with changing lives. Like, and it's real. <laughs> because it's a win-win it's like it's I can't exactly we actually get happy because we're actually changing people's lives and we can change your life too but you have to have that courage of going hang on this sounds too good to be true no we're reinventing that sentence okay everyone okay if it sounds too good to be true it is true okay you know the more people that we can help which is the goal here um you know we make money so we take a certain percentage, but only if we, if you get money. And yeah. that's the most thing here, you know. That means that you've got to win and we've we've uh, ticked it off on another justice level. So just go through to our uh, website and add your details in. It literally takes less than 30 seconds um, to, to start. And there, yeah, we'll do the rest from there. Fantastic. Oh, thanks for being such a great guest today. For our listeners, pop your questions in on the chat. doesn't matter where you're Please. listening in or 
watching, might be YouTube, might be Facebook, might be LinkedIn Live, might be on Spotify, wherever you are, uh, definitely connect with us, give us some feedback. Uh, we want you to do well. We want you to thrive. We want you to be abundant in your life. Uh, there's no reason for you to hold yourself back, no reason to be limited. Seriously, everything is an opportunity, right? And you can start today if you haven't been brave enough to put that foot forward. Do it, do it. You'll learn a lot of, along the way. You will definitely be supported by Women's Biz Global. So definitely reach out to me. And if those, um, all of this conversation today has interested you on going, you know what? I need to just follow it, follow the money, follow where things might have gone awry. Definitely uh, reach out to Carly. So thanks for being on the show today, Carly. You're welcome. It's been lovely. And you can do it, guys. <laughs> you sure you can. can. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Women's Biz Podcast. I'm Annie Gibbons, founder and CEO of Women's Biz Global. And if you would like to fast track your future success, pop on over to womensbizglobal.com where you can find out how our coaching, media and publishing opportunities are helping women just like you to become and be seen as the trusted authorities in their niche. Inquire today and start reining in the abundance you desire.